from what's on to what matters. It's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning, only on Newcastle Live. It's the perfect storm for us at the moment. We've got inflation at record levels. We've got interest rates starting their rise. We've got a war in Ukraine. We've got supply issues coming out of China. It truly is a perfect storm at the moment. Joining me on the line now to discuss what is going on with our economy, not only here but around the world, I'm joined by Emeritus Professor Bill Mitchell from the University of Newcastle. Good morning and thanks for your time, Professor. Hi, you're welcome. Now, it really is a perfect storm at the moment, isn't it? When you put all of those things together, it is a time where the cost of living is skyrocketing. The house prices are just uh, out of this world. Rental, between rental prices and rental affordability and rental availability, we've got the perfect storm, don't we? Well, we have. It's a massive cluster, isn't it? And uh, uh, it's what happens when you have a global pandemic followed by some really stupid geopolitical actions in Europe and uh, a cartel of uh, oil producers that uh, can squeeze the prices when they suit. You've got uh, three major disasters all at once, yeah. It's really not not pleasant at all. Now, some economists have said that the uh, the cost of living spending in the federal budget, that apparently it uh, it has reportedly helped bring forward the Reserve Bank's decision to increase interest rates. Would you agree with that? No, I don't agree with that at all. I think that's uh, that's just after the fact rationalisation. I don't think that that mattered. I mean, the problem problem is that unless the government had a promised some uh, offsets to the real income losses. So, so what's happened is that our wages haven't been going up, so our our money incomes haven't been growing very much. And then you start getting prices rising, as they have recently for a whole range of issues that we can discuss. You've then got the real purchasing power of our wages uh, falling quite sharply. So what we can buy in the supermarkets is now less than previously. So unless the government, so that means we've then got to start cutting back other spending to pay things that we have to deliver, like non-discretionary items like food, electricity, and paying our mortgages off. So unless the government had have stepped in and provided a modicum of offset, not even a full offset, mm. we would have had a massive recession and. Uh, uh, that would have been just just the end of the disasters. So I, I don't particularly think the government's uh, stim, uh, sh- small stimulus offset uh, was sufficient, but it certainly wasn't the reason that the Reserve Bank pushed up interest rates. Should the Reserve Bank have gone earlier? Did they, uh, did they wait too long to raise those interest rates or was it the right time at the right place? No, it was the wrong time, and uh, they shouldn't have gone earlier. They shouldn't have gone yesterday. Uh, here's the problem, that the inflation is being driven by what we call supply factors, whereas you can have demand factors driving inflation. That means too much spending mm. going on, and that just uh, squeezes the squeezes prices up. Or you can have... Uh, the the alternative is you have these supply issues. Now, what we know is the pan- we've had a global pandemic for God's sake, mm. and uh, and you know I mean you just have to look at uh, maps where ships are. They're not in the right places. You've got uh, a massive build up of uh, 
of cargo and uh, freight ships sitting outside Shanghai Harbour, the biggest port mm-hmm. in the world, that can't get their goods in, that, in other words, can't get uh, uh, inputs to production into the factories and can't get the factory output out to the markets. You've got uh, people who are still getting very sick. I mean, COVID's still around. And so we've got truck drivers who can't deliver goods, warehouses who can't distribute them quickly enough. And, uh, you know, that, that massive supply disruption was always going to cause problems with, with uh, prices. Now, then on top of that, you've got the uh, OPEC oil cartel, which, mm-hmm. which basically sets oil mm-hmm. prices. They're squeezing the hell out of uh, oil prices. And then you've got all of the food problems coming from uh, floods, in Australia, you've got the timber problems coming from the bushfires two years ago, and then you've got Vladimir Putin invading uh, Ukraine and causing dramatic, further dramatic supply disruption. So you put those all together and you ask yourselves, will pushing up interest rates, which will just squeeze low-income houses mm, even further, yeah. will that do anything to abate those inflationary pressures? And the answer is not a not a scintilla, not a bit. They won't bend inflation at all. So um, uh, all they'll do now is hurt hurt the. And, and remember, the RBA was telling us that they weren't going to put up interest rates until they saw wage inflation occurring, and that they probably didn't, wouldn't expect that to happen until 2024. And so they're encouraging first-time buyers to go into the markets to, to get, get uh, loans, mortgage loans. And, and, you know, we know now that some of those loans are six times the income, which is r- ridiculous over-indebtedness. And so as a consequence, <laughs> banks been luring all these, you know, fairly, fairly low-income first-time buyers into the market. And now they're, they're turning around and saying, right, we're going to squeeze you. And uh, all that'll do is create unemployment. It'll create, in, depending how far the interest rates rise, it'll create uh, mortgage uh, uh, bankruptcies, insolvencies and foreclosures, loss of homes. And that just adds to the pain that we've already got and it won't solve the inflation problem one bit. What do you see the next 12 months? I mean, uh, the Reserve Bank Governor was certainly asked about that following the announcement uh, of the rise on uh, on Tuesday that, you know, you said this to us, you told us that these weren't going to rise, yet you've just put them up. Um, you know, his answer to that was, well, we had to do something. Well, you didn't have to do something. As, as you said, the inflation at 5% is something that is not controllable from our side of things. It is a supply issue. Where do you see us in the next 12 months? Well, well, the other point to add to that, which is very interesting, if you read the statement yesterday released by Philip Lowe when they announced the decision, the Reserve Bank's, the board said, we expect inflation uh, will peak very soon and it will start moderating as those supply uh, disruptions correct themselves. Uh, And so here we've got the Reserve Bank saying inflation's really probably... Uh, going to reverse in the next 12, 18 months. We, we know that the housing market's peaked. So in Sydney and Melbourne, housing markets, the two hottest markets, prices are coming off uh, already. Demand's falling already because you just can't keep maintaining a, a boom like we've had. Uh, 
So, you know, what, what were they what were they expecting <laughs> that the interest rate rise, rise mm. was going to do when when they expect inflation to moderate anyway because of the supply factors easing a bit. So the next twelve months, eighteen months, look, you know, the big dilemma that we've got is that we haven't yet dealt with the pandemic properly. The pandemic out there, I mean, yesterday, what, there were 55,000 cases? And, yep, 20, and 23 many, deaths in, in New South Wales alone. Yeah, 37 deaths mm. in Australia. Mm. So, you know, we might have kidded ourselves into thinking that the pandemic's over and we can get back to normal. Well, that's just so far from the facts. We've got winter coming. We're going to have an aggressive flu season this year, apparently. We've got winter coming, which will cause the pandemic to the, the virus uh, infections to rise again. We've sort of deconditioned ourselves from from taking care. You know, I go to the supermarket. I'm one of the only ones wearing a mask mm. now. Yeah. And so, and so, the next eighteen months is still going to be dominated, in my view, by the pandemic, by people getting sick, by supply being disrupted. And uh, so I can expect inflation is going to persist for a while. And if the Reserve Bank continues to increase interest rates, we're going to be in a, a recessionary situation. And that's not, not, not a good combination. And so I think my, my advice up until now has been we really have to be patient about the inflation problem. It's, it's a transitory problem, but transitory doesn't necessarily mean short term. It means it will last as long as the supply disruptions will last, and that we just don't know when that's going to ease. That requires us somehow to break out of this pandemic, and I'm not sure how we do that. That's not my area, but uh, mm. it, uh, so it's a real problem. Yeah, it really is. There, there's no uh, no you know great shining sun on on the horizon, is there? At the moment, we've still got a little bit of rain to get through. And, uh, and you know, I had this exact, I made this exact statement yesterday that we are far from out of this pandemic, you know, with 21, we had something like 43 deaths in, in 48 hours in New South Wales alone, and we're being told to yeah. live with this thing. It's not going to end anytime soon. As you say, we've got China locked down, you know, Shanghai, you can't get things in or out, you can't build anything. I know there's a global shortage on, on Apple products. It, it's far from over. So uh, yeah, I agree with you. I, I don't understand why they, they raise interest rates when they did. All it's going to do is hurt hurt the uh, the people who can deserve it the least and it's uh, it's not going to be good thank you so a much better, a better way to deal with just one last thing yeah, a better please way do. to deal with inflation for example would be for the federal government uh, to announce free public transport for example there's one idea so so one of the problems is that petrol prices are rising dramatically because of the oil price rises so people still have to drive their cars but if the government said okay we'll give you free public transport that would shift people away, for example, from driving cars mm. and uh, uh, would take the pressure off, off uh, family budgets but would also send a signal to, to OPEC to tell them that, look, we, we, we can get around our reliance on cars. So there's lots of things that governments can do that aren't necessarily uh, uh, standard but can solve the problem without pushing up interest rates, which won't solve the problem. No, it makes a lot of sense. And, and I was saying to uh, to Paul Scott, my previous guest, you know, I filled up this morning, $2.14 a litre my petrol was. 
you know, you put that 20, 20 cents back on, that's still $2.34. As you say, we're being held hostage by, uh, by the oil industry. There's no doubt about that. Look, thank you so much for your time, Professor. I really appreciate it. And uh, I think it's really important that we unpack these uh, these issues because we get given one side by the RBA and we all, uh, we all you know, support it and go, go along. We need to actually question these decisions. And, uh, and I thank you for your time. You're welcome. Take care. Bye. Thank you, you too. That is the Emeritus Professor Bill Mitchell from the University of Newcastle. There's a very different point of view, isn't it, to uh, to what we've all been hearing and what we've been getting told. I'd love to hear your thoughts. You can SMS me on 0490 That number again, 0490 Newcastle in the morning covers the big stories that matter the most to you. The local issues often neglected. Tracy Mack's plain talking, no-nonsense approach will get your morning off right. Talking news, sport, entertainment, music, lifestyle and more. Joined by Michael Blacksland and covering what you need to know and even some of the stuff you didn't. It's Tracy Mack with Newcastle in the morning. Weekdays from 9 to midday, only on Newcastle Live.